Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 251, recorded live on Saturday, April 7th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who is most definitely not at PAX East, Dave Pillay. Hey! The man who is also most definitely not at PAX East, Andy Lowe. Hi. Not at PAX East, huh? No, because we're in the same room, so I know most definitely. Perhaps, bear with me. Okay. Perhaps we are at PAX East. We're not. We're not? No. Maybe we are. Because Kate's here. Maybe PAX East came to us. No. You haven't looked outside the front window. For all you know, there are 60,000 nerds <laughs> converging on this one spot. Yeah. Parking. There's an underground parking structure the size of the entire subdivision. <laughs> no. 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 Damn. Damn. No, we are not over at PAX East, sadly. But we've Passover. Yes. So we're doing that instead. Fun will be had. Geeky fun even, too. Geeky fun at Passover? Uh, with the amount of people that you invite, yes. Yeah, that's true. And most of them end up being geeks. I brought metagame. You brought metagame? I brought metagame. I'm hoping to give that a shot tonight. Uh, I don't know. Okay. How was your drive-in, Andy? It was fine, minus the random traffic accident, but beyond that, it was all good. Cool, cool. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Right. I picked that one now because the other one I'm not allowed to say because the bad guy says it. The bad guy's in what? Meet the Robinsons. Ah. What did you used to say? Easy peasy. Easy peasy, rice and cheesy. Rice and cheesy. Okay. And, and because a bad guy in a movie says that, you are no longer allowed to say that? Yes. I think you can't speak any more than Andy. I'm pretty sure bad guys have said most of what you say. I don't think so. Well, I'm sure there's been a bad guy who just who has said, I don't think so. Probably when the hero's gloating and like, ah, ha, ha, have you cornered? And bad guy's like, I don't think so. And then he pushes some random red button and things happen. Right. I don't have a button. I, I can't provide you with a random red button. No. I could download an app on my phone and then, but... But you're not supposed to be playing with your phone right now. No, I'm not, which is why it's in my pocket. On silent, where it belongs. Yes. Okay. Did you have a nice April Fool's Day? Actually, no, because I was sick with the flu. And Ooh. that actually is no joke. That, I was, that was not an April Fool's joke, and you no. had the flu. I'm so sorry. For those who remember um, listening to our April Fool's episode, David is telling me that I'm quite tired and I sound tired and stuff, which is entirely truthful because at that moment I was starting to get a fever of 103. Could have stopped the recording. Well, I didn't feel that bad at the time. <laughs> we recorded, then I went to work, had to leave work early, and then Monday and Tuesday I was like... Out. Out. It was pretty bad on Sunday as well. Well, I had a pretty decent April Fool's. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't. Yeah, I was out. I got to, to browse the internet and find everything. Kodak had the print-a-kitten. Which I wanted to actually see. When I saw that, I clicked the link to learn more, and then it didn't show me anything. Oh. I wanted to know how they were thinking about doing that. What do you mean, how they were thinking? They printed a kitten! There is no how. You just go to the machine and you print a kitten. But they they had their April Fool's joke just on the surface. They didn't have, like, you know how Google has it, where it's like a layer or two down. Yeah, well, but Andy, they can't. This is a company that's in bankruptcy. <laughs> they shouldn't be doing an April Fool's joke to begin with. Hey, we're coming back. April Fool's. Yeah, my company had a couple April Fool's internal jokes. 
one of which was a posting on the message board by Culinary saying that in order to keep with the the kind of modern trend and specifically the trend within the company of focusing on health, effective April 4th, there would be no more desserts at lunch. Oh, this is like a third of the kitchen is devoted to making the desserts. <laughs> and the next day people came because, you know, it was a Sunday. No one was in. So Monday morning, that's what they all see when they come in. I had like three people coming to me like, Dave, did you see? Did you see? I'm like what? The April Fool's joke? And they, their faces just went from this, like, horror to betrayal. <laughs> I was like, oh, those bastards. That, that's the problem with having April Fool's on a Sunday is everybody suddenly goes, comes in Monday morning and goes, well, shit. <laughs> crap. I, I saw one person's office uh, was not duct taped, but it was aluminum foiled. Oh. Every surface coated in aluminum foil. That would take skill, because you want the aluminum foil to be smooth. It wasn't smooth. Oh. But it was over everything. Like, she was taking phone calls, and the phone was covered in aluminum foil. <laughs> just walked by her room, and like, April Fool's? She's like, yes. It's just a mean April Fool's is what that is. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It sets the office apart. Did you go? Did you do anything, April Fools? As in, did I fool anyone? Yes. Well, our episode, which Kate says she started to hear after about what fifteen minutes. Yeah, which I Just had actually jump at sixteen. I didn't realize a that um, as soon as I set it up to do its filtering, it would take over an hour and a half to run it through once, mm-hmm. and then by the end, I realized I cranked it up too high because they have literally a, a helium setting in here. <laughs> Which cranks it up by uh, like 63% or something like that. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, I couldn't hear what was going on because we were up too high. <laughs> you so, were beyond the registered human? Well, not really that. It was just the point where everything was... Me, 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 me. Yeah. We sounded like we were cousin it. It was bad. <laughs> so then I cranked it down and tried it again. And even then I had to crank it down even more. But I'm guessing I should have even cranked it down even more. You, you probably could have done like more of a bell curve than in exponential. Well, or no, was it, it was it linear? Or? It was linear. Okay, yeah. Probably a, a bell curve would have been better. So halfway through the episode we start to increase pitch. And yeah, then... or, or if you uh, do a, the idea of a bell curve where it's going up, but then it caps and then it goes way down. Oh, so we get even like lower. And yeah, lower. we get like the Barry White version of our <laughs> podcast. I was actually thinking of starting ourselves out really low and just going. No, no, because it, it, for it to be a proper joke, it has to start. Yeah, flat, normally. normal. Yeah, and then I, you know, by thirty minutes into it, it's really high, and then by sixty minutes, it's really low. What I didn't think about at the time was I'm not sure if I saved any of the straight audio. So if we do like a random topic recap, it's just going to be... Oops! <laughs> the April Fool's recap. Yeah. Because the beginning is going to say like April Fool's. But you might yeah. not remember that. Oh yeah, it's an April Fool's episode. Why did they it's sound like... like what happened to my... I don't know. It was fun. It was the easiest thing to do. Yeah. I've got an idea for next year already. Good. Good. So... That one will take a little bit more time. So since April 1st next year is going to be on what day? Saturday? A Monday? April 1st is on a Monday next year. So one thing I like about Windows 7 is the fact that you can open up the uh, time and date. It shows you clocks and everything. Uh, Wait, Vista did that. 
But yeah, but I didn't touch Vista with a 10-foot pole. Well, but don't say that this is like a really cool thing of Windows 7. It was not a Windows 7 innovation. Yeah, but I didn't... It's new to me in Windows 7. So, hey, it's a Windows 7 innovation. Then thank Vista. Do you really want me to thank Vista? Did, do you really want me to? For the clock? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to, though. Nothing good should have come out of Vista. Then you should not have that clock. <sighs> Because that came from Vista. Holy crap. But we, I, I didn't realize, by the way, that April Fool's was our 250th episode. I know. I didn't think about that either until we started recording. Wow. Yeah, 250 episodes. Including at least one missing episode. And We've a lost episode. Yeah. Was it 43? I think 48. Somewhere down. Somewhere way down there in the double digits. What? I don't know. What? Don't Randomly know. yawning. Yeah, well, I I did not sleep well. But that is neither here nor there. Shall we hit topics? Yes. Okay. Was there any other April Fool's jokes that you, you really liked and wanted to sh- Um, I liked the the Google one with NASCAR, with the self-driving car that they were going to put it in NASCAR, so much so that they actually had to post an update going, yes, we realize this is an April Fool's joke, but yes, we realize everybody wants us to do it, but no, we're not going to do it. <laughs> oh, Google. Everybody's like, well, Think Geek always does their April Fool's stuff, for real. I'm expecting the Hungry Hungry Hippo board from Think Geek. <laughs> That's the one of theirs that I expect. I'm waiting well. for somebody to do that and then crack their screen. <laughs> Shit. No, it's Gorilla Glass. So? It's it still breakable. Not like that, though. You'd have to, like... No, because it's the hippo have that's going out. Have you seen people play Hungry Hungry Hippos? They are, like, railing on the yep. guy. Which really doesn't help at all. It's actually, I think, better just to time it personally. But yeah. So where should we go with topics? Uh, Notch. Minecraft. All right. Because he actually had a cool April Fool's joke. Yeah. The, that yeah. We, we are not going to learn from our previous mistakes. <laughs> and that we're going to choose a name from an existing, fra- that's similar to an existing franchise. Yep. Uh, what were some of the other? Wind Commander. Wind Commander. And Mars Effect is what they settled on. It's actually not Mars Effect. The name of the game is significantly worse than Mars Effect. Zero X10C. It's got to be something scientific. It's an error code. It's an error code? Yeah. It's supposed to be a hexadecimal error code. Oh, okay. Zero X generally signifies like a memory register or an error. And then it's, or not even an error, it uh, generally signifies hex. And then 10C. Which, what is 10C in hex? That's, what, 16, 256? I don't know. Go, go, Google. I don't know. All I'm getting is folding hex wrenches, which is not correct. Convert decimal to hexadecimal. I want 10C to decimal. 268. Okay. No idea what that's going to mean, but 268. But we do know what it is. We do know what it is. It is the new game... Coming out of Mojave. Mojave. How do you even pronounce that? I don't know. Well, it's the new game. It's a space game. It's a hard science space game. I don't know what the hard science is going to be. Lots of engineering. There will be a fully working computer system. Space battles against AI or other players. Uh, PvP, which is what I just said. Duct tape, evidently. Duct tape fixes all things. There will be skills... It will be free for single player, but it will be 
uh, subscription-based for multiplayer. The computer in the game is a fully functioning emulated 16-bit CPU that can be used to control your entire ship or just play games on while waiting for a large mining operation to finish. Oh, God. It's so- going gonna, gonna to be worse that Notch himself has said he will not stop viruses in the game. Oh, God. That compute that other place. So you will be able to, in theory, the way they're looking at this, program a virus that will infect the computer of the other players. Oh, goodness. So I'm going to get on my computer to log into a game to get on that computer to, to play, play a game. game. That's wrong. There will be a monthly fee. Monthly fee, but 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 free to play is the future, dude. Free to play is a scam. This is according to Notch. Well, yeah, because free to play costs money. And we just realized we just put the same topic on this list twice. Did we? Yes. Good for us. <laughs> means we de- clearly like this. I'll just delete mine. So what are the graphics going to look like? Simple graphics. Very simple. The game will have no textures. What? <laughs> Flat-colored polygons with modern lighting, but no textures. None. Except, except a, a few. few. What? <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> this is what we thought the future would look like in the 80s look. Huh. Uh, wow. So there's... It's a, a 16-bit processor in the game. This is going to be ridiculous. Anyway, uh, 0x10.cc has kind of the list of what's going on right now. And it's pretty interesting. Is it possible for players to give malicious code that negatively affects their ships? Yes, it's a fully functioning computer. So most of this is just his ideas yet. He really yeah. hasn't done any actual... No, 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 no. I like the idea, though, that you'll be able to program your own OS. But what about the rest of us who don't care about that? Then you'll be able to purchase other people's OS. Just make sure it doesn't have a virus. <laughs> That's what you need to do is just... Make a really nice one, but put a back door in there. Mm-hmm. I find that slightly ridiculous. Not as ridiculous as Dancing Han Solo. Oh, Dancing Han Solo. With a custom Star Wars song. Yes. Where does this fall in the, the timeline of Star Wars? I'm pretty familiar with the timeline. I'm pretty sure they never go back to uh, Cloud City and have a dance party. I don't know. This... This seemed like the really cool idea with putting Star Wars and Connect together. Except it wasn't, and I knew it wasn't. I pointed that out in the original Connect demo. I said, like, this is a terrible idea. I believe we could, in fact, go back to the recording and find me saying, this is awful. But go on. Yeah, it's a bad idea. It was bad. Thank you. It's, yeah, it, the game currently is scoring, what, 59 on Metacritic? Is it even getting that high? 56 now. 56 on Metacritic. Of course, Andy, really, when's the last time you and I listened to critic scores? Uh, Let's be honest about yeah. this. It's half the reason we decided to start doing the random review. <laughs> Without any sort of ranking system. Right. Gotcha. But yeah, everybody uh, is not liking it. Everyone hates it. Well, no, I guess just over half. Ooh, excuse me. Just over half the people like it. If it got a 56%. Well, you got to wonder about some of those people who think, like, if it's a 0 to 10 scale, people always don't go below 7 for an average game. If it's a bad game, they won't go below 5. I've seen some scores below 5 on a 10-point scale. Where? I don't remember. (laughs) Print magazines, actually. Uh, 
I'm just going to go to GameSpot and see what the lowest score they've ever posted for a game is. Go for it. All reviews. Rank by score. Now those are perfect tens, which they've done eight of, including both versions of Grand Theft Auto 4. All right. No scores. Low. Oh, sorry. I forgot they reviewed Big Rigs over the road racing. <laughs> and what did they give it? A 1. Mm-hmm. Gods and Generals is a 1.2. Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Battle 22 is a 1.2. Superman on the 64. Oh, God. Real Fishing. Oh. Ambulance Drive. Oh, my goodness. Puzzle Bobble versus on the N-Gage. Yeah. And how much was that? 1.4. So what's this about? They never give below a 5? Okay, never mind. Thank you. It's still bad, though. The video of a dancing Han Solo. I want to... Somebody needs to find Harrison Ford and see what his thoughts are on having his likeness doing the trash compactor or the double blaster or the speeder. Or what was it? The Flying Falcon or something? The Flying Falcon, yeah. That's... Yeah, it it really looks bad. That's... Yeah, it's... No, sorry. I'm trying to find if there's any video, but no, nobody's talked to him yet, which I think somebody I should. I doubt it. I doubt it. It would be interesting to hear what he has to say, though. This also brings up the fact that nobody really knew this was a bad game until... Oh, no. It, no. Andy, well, other than you. It went through quality assurance. It went through software testing. People knew it was a bad game. It's just they aren't the people who can do anything about it. True. Although the the part where the model's arms are doing 360 degree turns is a little disturbing. Hey, have you been reaching the reading the the trenches comic? Yes. Those like reading some of the anonymous stuff at the bottom. Oh my god, yes. I I don't understand how anything gets made the way it does. <laughs> It's problem is we've played a lot of those games. I know. So what else do we got here? Oh, there's a, um, this is actually a listener suggestion. Yes. Um, granted it's basically a, uh, Hey, Stockholm is great video, but it involves the iPads. iPad. Is this the new iPad? I'm not sure. It's this video is from March 23rd, 2012. So it's actually from this year. Yeah. So I don't know. But still, it is kind of interesting watching them, you know. Perform magic, quote unquote. Well, not only that, somehow some of the stuff they're like somehow pulling out of the iPad screen mm-hmm. or making stuff suddenly randomly appear off its. Or making an iPad stick to his face. Yes. Interesting. I'll have to sit down and watch this. How long is it? It's only three minutes long. Yeah. I'm going to pass on it right now. Because we're recording. Yeah, Andy might get mad with me. But yeah, if you have three minutes, watch it. It's cute. It also no, explains no. why Stockholm is the place to be. Boo, Stockholm. Which Stockholm actually was pretty nice. Having visited it. Yes, yes, yes. Already. We all know you went there. Uh, well, maybe some people don't. Molly Jam. Molly Jam? What's Molly Jam? Refresh your page. All right, refreshing my Molly page. Molly Jam was the international event, speaking of Stockholm, uh, about the fake Peter Molyneux tweets. Okay. And making games based off of those tweets. Oh, yeah. Uh, the big man himself, in fact, signed up and said he was going to do this. We talked about that last week. Yep. Well, they've published a list of their games. They they performed the jam, and the games are up. And they are playable, most of them. 
300 game prototypes? Jesus. Yep. You know, these are all kind of like early, early alpha, but some of these are really, really funny. <laughs> Refilling your health by dancing? Yep. Game is actually played in a Dance Dance Revolution pad. Ah, finally, you can use that for something else other than... Ooh. Super Forest Defense. Grow trees to defend the earth from a meteor shower. Trees planted close will slow each other down, so grab the seeds before they hit the ground and spread them out. Inspirational too. What if you could uh, plant seeds that grow into cover systems? <laughs> wow. <laughs> These are ridiculous games. Devil May Cry? What? World is being taken by demons. You play as a human disguised as a demon psychologist of the demon leader. Baby's first kill? What? <laughs> Shoot no humans, so let's kill all birds. Recidivism. This is uh, when you kill something, the death animation plays on an endless loop. Like that, those pixels are frozen on the screen. Ah. So you kill it, and you see the animation, and eventually you're going to fill up your screen with death animations. But it means that you can't see things like traps or uh, hazards or things as you're playing along. Hmm. I hate Romans. Babies and possibly snakes on a plane. These are some of these are just crazy. Wow. The guy that should not be here complete version. So anyway, there's now 300 298 games that you can pick up and play and try out. Some of these not so good. No, but some of them seem quite interesting. So some of I mean these were all made in a day and some of them are actually really impressive for that. When doves cry. Uh-oh. You are a pigeon who must go around the city trying to persuade businessmen not to jump off buildings by retrieving items from their homes. That's the tweet. Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, Molly Jam. It seems it was a success. Huzzah. Just like Google and making money. Google makes a lot of money. According to this infographic, which I am currently waiting for it to load... Yes. Google made $37.9 billion, well, sorry, in revenue, so I'm not sure. This is what they brought in, but yeah. yes. $37.9 percent which came from advertising. And they list the top 10 groups that paid for advertising. Mm -hmm. So let's see, finance and insurance paid for $4 billion, retailers and general merchandise, 2.8, travel, 2.4, education, 2.2, home and garden, 2.1. Computers, $2 billion. Vehicles, $2 billion. Internet, $1.7. Business and industrial, $1.6. And occasions and gift, $1.2. It's surprising, though, to see that how much each individual company is spending on AdWords. Like, look at that. State, like State Farm. Farm, $43.7 million. Let's see if there's someone higher than that. Amazon.com, $55.2 million. You ready for this? Yeah. Lowe's, $59 million. Oh, jeez. Which is interesting, because I don't know that I've seen a lot of Lowe's ads on the internet. I have, but it might also be that my last name is Lowe, and so maybe... I think Google can keep those separate. I, I do see more progressive ads than State Farm ads, though. All right, well, let's look at my Which Gmail. Which is interesting, because I am a State Farm customer. What is my Gmail ad right now? We buy classic Mercedes. So that's all... Was that autotrader.com? No, it's just an actual guy named Alex Manos who buys classic Mercedes, it seems. Okay, well, you do have a classic Mercedes. I know. So perhaps he wants to buy your classic Mercedes. Probably not, because this guy is talking like the 1950s and 60s, early 70s. At what point does it become classic? 
actually, technically, it's 25 years and it becomes a classic, but there seems to be like a cutoff of the 70s. As now as nothing past the 70s is classic. That's what it seems. So in 10 years, when, you know, the 80s are 30 or 40 years back. Yeah. It still will not be classic. Your K car will still not be a classic. I'm sorry. You don't actually own a K car, but I'm just saying the K car in general. Bullshit. I'm sorry, but a K car is not a classic. Bullshit. That's true. Unless they were like the, were the Lamborghini Countach, which is like a specialized supercar, but that's just because people want to buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, well, can you blame them? No. Yeah. Well, granted, actually, I've seen how I've seen enough top episodes of Top Gear to realize that trying to parallel park a Lamborghini. <laughs> there's actually a special I'm, way of doing it where you actually open the door and get out of the car. <laughs> And just use the wheel while you're standing well, there? Well, you, you, it's like you're sitting somehow almost slightly backwards and you've got your like right foot. You put it into reverse and then you keep your foot on the clutch and you switch over to your right foot. You pop yourself out. And they actually, this is how they do it in the factory. Wow. But it's this, it's this weird way of parallel parking a Lamborghini that involves you with the door open and like 90% of your body outside of the car. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of getting a Prius. Brand new Prius or yep. a used Prius? Brand new. Okay. Well, because they, they retain something like 90% of their value in the first year. So a used Prius, a one-year-old used Prius is still really expensive. Wait, I'm saying like the Priuses that are 10 years old are probably going to start to have battery issues. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm looking at new, not even used, just okay. new. You know, it'd be great if um, they came out with a diesel hybrid. But no, they can't do that in the U.S. Why not? I don't know. That's an excellent question. Is there a, a law preventing them? It's probably part of California's emissions law. That they, I mean, you know, diesel is not very clean, typically. Well, the new low sulfur stuff is actually pretty decent. They make it more so with the uh, urea that you have to put in. That's actually what it's called. Okay. I'm dead serious, just in case you're thinking of trying to make a joke. Nope. Okay. I It's a car issue, Andy. I trust you. All right. Don't abuse that. But... There are diesel hybrids over in Europe. I remember we talked about that okay. years ago on the podcast. Sure. And they still haven't come out with one in the U.S. No. Which seems like if you want to get miles per gallon of like maybe 60, 70, 80 miles per gallon, that's the way to do it because you're getting 40 miles per gallon already off of a diesel engine and then hook a hybrid up to it, which is a gasoline engine goes from 20 to 40. Mm-hmm. See, it's an interesting thing because typically the posted mileage like the the miles per gallon is much higher than what you actually get yes. right because the epa does stuff using a rolling road so they don't actually right. take them outside they put them basically on a giant treadmill right and do that i drove 430 miles on 15 and a quarter gallons of gas okay that's like 33 miles per gallon yeah do you know what the, the uh fuel consumption for a 2000 toyota camry is supposed to be Probably 28. Was that all entirely on the highway? It was entirely on the highway. There you go. Well, but that, I mean, they split it between highway and city. I know, but still, the driving, just guessing you're just cruising at the speed limit. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, well, also, I, I, you know, I know tricks. I know. Do you have your cruise control on? A lot of the time, yeah. So that's helpful. Yeah. Um, Tires would, were probably filled up. I would. Correct uh, tire pressure. Draft behind trucks. Now, did you I see the mirrors of the trucks, or were you... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. 
Nope, I was definitely in a dangerous spot. <laughs> I was going to say because if you, if you can see, see the, the mirror, if you can see the mirror, you're too far back to actually draft. I kind of I have to watch that MythBusters where they did that. They kept on getting the guy closer and closer until at one point he was like a foot off the guy's no, bumper. No, Andy, at one, I saw that episode. At one point he was two inches. Oh, geez. And they kept him there. They matched speeds and they had him go between two and four inches. And he actually got worse. Because he was uh, probably feathering. because yeah, he was hitting the gas all the time. Yeah. But if you stay, you know, a good 10, 20 feet back, you actually notice a, a marked improvement. What would be really great is if you just get like a magnet on your front bumper. You just drive right up <laughs> drive to that semi, right up and just chunk right onto the end of the semi, and just go, okay, pop it into neutral. Yeah, and what happens when that semi slams their brakes? You're already attached. Yeah. So he slams his brakes. You're not going to go anywhere. Well, you're already, I suppose if you're not powered anymore, if you turn yeah. off your engine, you turn off your engine, you pop it into neutral, and you just then as he applies his brakes, it would slow you down too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing though you have to know your driver so you know the guy is going to be getting off at the next exit. well if he, if he gets off at the if next you, exit you've got the lights if you're attached to his bumper you've got the lights right next to you you'll be able to see him signaling that he's going to turn off what you really need to be concerned about is if he starts changing a lane and knows that there's room for his truck but not necessarily <laughs> that there's room for you oh. that would cause problems yeah that would but also the fact that the magnets would be held forwards and backwards. But if they're, he slides yeah, over exactly. and your car stays there. That and also if he gets off, you have to go from coast to basically 70 miles an hour again. Very quickly. Very quickly. I see problems with this, Andy. That's why, okay, so if he gets off, you'll probably have to get off Also, I'm, I'm thinking about my car and a lot of trucks and where my bumper is versus where the truck is. It's a little lower. <laughs> Yeah, the bumper is probably your windshield. I, I wouldn't need the magnet on my the front of my car. I'd need the magnet on the hood of my car, and I would drive under the truck. <laughs> that's what you need. A- no. Okay, that's what you get. You get a you get a Mazda six two six. Not a not a Mazda Mazda Miata. A Miata, nice. Low. Yeah, the nice low ones. You might as well just get a Corvette <laughs> at that point. So then you can just slide underneath and then just get some like hooks. Hook. <laughs> And in fact, take yourself off the ground at that point. Yeah. Just like winch yourself up. <laughs> oh. I think this is a bad idea. This, Yeah, this is very bad. This is not a smart idea at any point. Nope. I did find out uh, the, the one really cool fact about cars that I found out yep. that I don't know if you know. Do you know the last piece of the engine compartment that is designed? The last piece of the engine compartment that is designed. Yep. So they're designing a brand new car. They're putting everything together. They're designing out all the specs and the size of the engine. And what's the last piece that gets designed to get put in there? Do, do, do. I have no idea. The washer fluid container. That would make so much sense because some of those things it's, are put in the worst possible locations. They are in the, the worst location and they're always the most bizarre shape. Because it curves around everything else. Because it's yeah. any empty space, that's what they fill it with. I don't even actually know where Kate's washer fluid container is in the Jeeps. How do you fill it? Well, there's a little nozzle right on the side near oh. the top. <laughs> so you know where the nozzle is. You just I know, know where the where nozzle the, is. I just don't know where the, the container actual container is. It's like is. inside the engine. It goes through the engine or something. There's the, um, oh, what was the, the car that Eric was driving? It's the green car. 
I don't remember, but it was a, it was a I think it was a Chrysler where the fuel container was like wrapped around the battery. Cause that's a good idea. The fuel container, like no, no, the washer. Okay, fluid. the washer fluid. So when you had to jumpstart the car, you couldn't actually reach both terminals of the battery. So you actually had like they really ran a cable to a post, and so you actually had to connect it to this post over here. Actually, that would be nicer though, because those posts aren't going to rust nearly as quickly as the battery. No, but think if your battery dies. How do you replace your battery? You have to literally disassemble the washer fluid container and somehow, since it's, it's wrapped, wrapped around, around it, it have to get it <laughs> you out have to somehow. lift out the entire engine block. It, some of the things they do with engines is ridiculous. Yep. That's, that's why... But, been, but that's the last piece. I, I could so see that. So see that. That's what you have to do when you go to the... If you ever go to the auto show... Just start playing games of like, where's the alternator? Where's the washer fluid? The new one is, where's the spare tire? Ooh. Because your Toyota Prius is not going to have a spare tire. No. It's going to have a can of fix-a-flat. Yep. Which is fine. My Camry is a spare. Current Camrys have spares. I know. In the trunk. But the new hybrids, the, the smart cars, no, no, no spare tire. It's just a can There's of fix-a-flat. There's room for it, though. There is in the back. You could always buy a spare. And take up your entire trunk space of a no, smart car? It, well, the smart car, you're fucked. <laughs> Wait, but those are like 12-inch tires anyways, aren't they? I, probably. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm trying to picture a smart car. I'm like, I, their tire is the size of my fist. It's, the, the, but it's like things to just watch where things are just slowly disappearing yeah. from a car. <laughs> Where's the driver? Oh, Google. <laughs> Speaking of Google, the Project Glass, oh my god. Okay. We cannot make a Star Trek Next Generation comment during explaining this. Uh, you were going to say what, like Jordy LaForge? Yes. Or? No, 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 no. They are not like that. No. Those are, that's a whole different branch of ocular science. This but, is, so Google published a rendering of what their glasses could look like. And they are making claims that Google engineers are out testing this stuff soon. There's no way. There's no way it looks like that. Uh, Would it be cool? Yes. Would it be useful? Yes. Will it be filled with ads? Yes. <laughs> it's Remember the the Futurama episode with the iPhone? Yeah. That's that's when I, when I saw this, that's what I thought. I thought, "Oh my god, it's the actual Well, so I saw this and I I've been having kind of a slight existential crisis in the last week and a half ever since I read uh, Scott Adams's quote, an article, he wrote an entire article about the fact that we are cyborgs. Okay. And that your your phone is actually now an extension of your body. And more than it's an extension of your brain. So he's call, the, the term is called exobrain. And that's what it is. My phone's really not an extension of my brain. How often do you have your phone on you, Andy? Um, when you're not at home. When I'm not at home? Yep. Uh, well, I forgot it a couple of days ago. And how did you feel when you forgot it, Andy? Fine. I did. I felt, felt perfect. Fine? Okay. I felt perfectly fine. Okay. But I am still of that mindset where I can disassociate myself I walk from around, my electronic devices. Let me tell you, I walk around work and I see people with their phones in their hand. They're not using it. It's there out of habit. This is why I want to do... You know, they always have those, like, National Backup Day or National This Day or National Yeah, Public. you want National No Phone Day? Yeah. Because just to see what people do if they don't have a phone on them. Well, I've threatened to uh, play stackers with my, my coworkers when we go out to eat. Do it. 
I still hate it, but my God, these people don't know when to put the stuff down. That's that's what I noticed when I was at lunch at work. It's just like I'm sitting around randomly doing a crossword puzzle. Everybody else is on their phones. Two of the guys at the table were playing words with friends with each other. With each other. We did that two years ago at Passover. I know, and it was, it was a little weird then. But actually, like, not doing it and seeing it happen in front of you was just... No, just wait for tonight. I'm willing to bet you tonight someone will be playing Draw Something with someone else. That's actually what a random review is going to be, is Draw Something. You're playing Draw Something? Yes. Why don't I have you? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You know what my username is. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, I can guess. <laughs> come on, Dave. Okay, how are we doing? We, we should probably... Start wrapping this up. Um, well, it's we've a live a recording, so we've still got more topics. But yeah, we we got a couple other topics to hit. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, the New York. We'll talk about some laws coming out, possible laws. Oh, we okay. We never finished Google Glass though. Okay, Project Glass, and that's this overlay projected screen. Now, I I see some actual very cool usages for this. Right? Yeah. For like instance, if I'm in a city and I need to know where am I going. Not even that. I mean, that that's a mundane. Google's okay. already done that. What if you've got Bluetooth in your car with an ODB? What is it? The ODBC connection? ODB2. ODB2? Yes. What's ODB? Oh, that's something else. That's for work. Oh, dear. Uh, the ODB, OD, ODB2. Yes. Connection. Onboard Diagnostics 2. Okay. So just OD2? OBD2. That's a- OB onboard. Onboard Diagnostics. Diagnostics. OBD2. Okay. There you go. With Bluetooth. Yes. Paired with the glasses, you get your engine, you get the RPM, you get your speed, all in a little heads-up display. Well, you, you don't need it anymore. You don't need the, the dashboard stuff anymore. They could take it off. They could put in extra safety features. They could do tons of stuff. Not only that, but... Built-in navigation. Yeah, built-in navigation. So you can actually, if you're looking, like... Is it over here? Is it over here? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like the Iron Man suit at this point <laughs> with your car instead of a suit. <laughs> well, your car is basically just a giant, giant suit. suit of aluminum and fiberglass instead of iron and yeah. gold. But yes, uh, so um, something like that or, it, you know, if check engine light. Well, hey, look at that. What's actually going on? It would show. It would well, come it's up. It's just like the stuff with um, Mercedes Benz is doing where if you start to nod off. Yep. It knows, and it wakes you up. Yeah. But then how many times am I going to see somebody driving, literally watching a TV show or something? Well, but so if it's paired with a car, then it knows when the car is in motion. True. And it can cut off other distractions. Like Facebook? Like Facebook, like browsing, like your phone, like texting. True. That's actually the best thing that I did with the learning how to program for the, with Google, um, what was it called? The Google Labs or? Android lab thing yeah yeah one of the one of the things they first taught you was the fact that you could do set up a i haven't actually set this up but i should where um it will auto responder yeah it's an auto responder but it also has to depend on your gps so it knows that you're driving yep. granted i don't really turn on my gps all that often because it sucks the battery dry and you have no data plan to get the map anyways i can pre-cache now the maps good if i really wanted to i yep. could but so, I mean, the, the possibilities for something like this, especially if it's Android-powered, especially if it ties to the phones and anything else that's Android-powered, that's really cool and really impressive. Yes. There's no way it looks like what they had. No. No way it looks like what they had. And then there's no way it's going to be coming out this fall for $300. Says who? Well, hold on. I got to click at the link again. I closed it down. Unless that's an official Google post. 
There's nope. no way. The New York Times author reports that Google employees familiar with the project confirmed the glasses will be available for the public around $250 to $600 by the end of 2012. Bullshit. Yeah, the guys at Wired are like, that's not right. Yeah, bullshit. My only question is, how is this going to work with my actual glasses? Uh, if it looks like what they had in the, the video, it'll be over one ear and it'll actually be in front of one of your glasses. So it will Couldn't be they just project it onto my actual lens? Uh, yes, if it were a projector. Granted, they projected it onto the lens and it probably still would be out of focus. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd have to be, you're right. Well, no, I mean, they, they could probably correct for it. I don't know. I, I have a feeling it would just go closer to your eye than your glass lens. I, the, the article also mentioned they were working on contacts. Oh, goodness. Which, again, <laughs> bullshit. This is, no, you're looking at sci-fi that's still 40 years away. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, it could have been 40 years away 40 years ago, I suppose. Yeah, where's our damn flying car? Those are so impractical. I know. So impractical and so stupid. I mean, really? Flying car? What about flying wind power? Flying wind power? Now, that's a practical idea. <laughs> Tell me, where is the wind stronger, at the ground or in the sky? Oh, it's in the sky. That's where the, the jet stream's at. Right. Thing Significantly will... more constant, more powerful. So what do you do? You don't build a wind turbine that tall. It's structurally unstable. The damn thing's going to fall over. Yeah. So you float a wind turbine. And since it's a wind turbine, it probably could keep sustained flight. Well, it, you, you don't even put it on like a propeller. You just put it in a bunch of helium bags. Well, how do you keep it up there, though? It's filled with helium. <laughs> well, yes, but my guess is sooner or later it's going to start to leak. And also, remember, our helium deposits are not... Yeah, yeah well, that that's something that is... Um, we're running out of helium, but this would possibly work. This is theoretically cool. The price of helium. I love how there actually is an article on the price of helium in this article. Yeah. Well, it's getting expensive. Yeah. But anyway, I think that this would be really interesting to see. Um, driving to Ann Arbor, I take 39 south until I hit 88 and then take that across to Chicago. Yeah. There's a huge wind farm. Oh, I would believe that. Right, right in that part of the coast? coast or area no you're nowhere near water at that point andy all right i'm in my 39 head goes south okay here let's pull up maps probably should just go on and i'll show you this later but okay well i'm moving on then to our laws that are possibly in the books yes laws like the arizona law Yes, where trolling could be illegal because these guys decided to write a law about cyberbullying using the most nonspecific language possible. Such is, as? It is unlawful for any person with an intent to terrify, intimidate, threaten, harass, annoy, or offend to use any electronic or digital vice and use any obscene, lewd, or profane language or suggest any lewd or lavicious act or threaten to inflict physical harm to the person or property of any person. Wait, that's trolling. Yeah. Violators can be charged with a class one misdemeanor and face up to six months in jail. Six like months in jail for trolling. Yes, by, you know, annoying or offending somebody. Offending somebody on... You could, you could spit and offend someone somebody on, on the, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I... Wow, that's... 
Um, <laughs> can I now like put half the internet in jail? Well, if they're in Arizona. So Kate's bringing up some very interesting points about who needs to be in Arizona. <laughs> Is it both parties? Is it just one of them? Well, look up House Bill 2549 for the specifics. Granted, it's already passed both the House and the Senate in Arizona. I hope that the Arizona... No, never mind. The Arizona governor is not going to do anything because it's friggin' Arizona. Yeah, it's friggin' Arizona. Have you seen the laws that they've passed in Arizona? Yes, I have. I think that's a good idea. Never live in Arizona. (laughs) And that's another state down that we're not allowed to go to anymore. Crap. (laughs) I've driven through Arizona. I've visited Arizona. It's beautiful. It is nice. Okay. What else Especially at nighttime, where you just what? lie down on the stars. Oh, the other law? Yeah. Um, this one's in New York. The Office of the Attorney General of New York has announced a, quote-unquote, first-of-its-kind sweep of video game platforms to remove registered sex offenders from online networks. What? Called Operation Game Over. Are they allowed to do that? The initiative has the full participation as Microsoft, Apple, Blizzard, EA, Disney, Warner Brothers, and Sony. Again, that. New York state law mandates that convicted sex offenders register all of their email addresses, screen names, and other internet identifiers with the state. Okay, that's And so that law will be now um, applied to online video game systems. Okay, but they, uh, so are they just registering them or are they deregistering them from the system? Well, they have to register, and now they're going to be removed from Xbox Live. That is such bullshit. That is such bullshit. That, that's not... There is a line, and that is crossing it. Already more than 3,500 accounts of New York registered sex offenders have been purged from online ga- game platforms as part of the operation. There, there is a line, and that is crossing it. That's bullshit. Because that... It almost just takes the blame from the parents who have no idea how to set up parental controls on Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. And just says, whoa, there's dangerous people out there. That crazy sucks box from many years ago. Right. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Parents just learn, yes, you can, you know, set up your child's account on Xbox Live to not connect to other people on Xbox Live. Yep. You're not allowed to go here. You're not allowed to do this. The article I randomly saw when I was scrolling across Reddit where it said, like, oh, there's first graders are reenacting ultra-violent scenes from video games. Then don't let them play the ultra... What are they doing with ultra-violent video games? That is an excellent question. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Okay. So two Uh, ridiculous uh, laws that... Or possible laws. Well, one of them is a law, and one of them is not. God damn it. Okay. 1940 census data is available. You can have, get it online. I actually have been helping out. Um, a lot of people went indexing and got them. the 1940 census data. Why is like? Is it just that it's been so many years? Or 72 years? years after 72 years, the census data now becomes public information. Okay, and when they say everyone, it's not really like the general populace. This is being rated by companies, isn't it? Basically, there is about three companies right now, but still, yeah, the general population can still look at it but right they they can but the server died the other day yeah i have a feeling that wasn't because like people were looking up their grandparents i don't know some of the genealogists are really going at it but yeah thanks like um there's basically three major companies right now that are trying to get their hands on the 9040 census let me tell you once the website loads um find my past 
the archives, the National Archives, and FamilySearch. Yeah, so, I mean, it's people who want to resell the data. Like Ancestry.com. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm actually, no joke, helping right now to index the data. Cool. Trying to read everybody's handwritten information when their R's look like V's and their D's look like U's. Yep. This is why when I looked at the census form that people were filling out now, I see why it is the way it is. Because trying to index this data, the the 2010 data in, you know, 2082 will be a snapped index that. Rather than trying to figure out if this guy's name is Denver or Dover or who knows what. Okay. Poor Andy. It's it's not bad. I've been scoring about in the ninety five, ninety eight percent for my accuracy. So very nice. This is some online site you go to to help yes. out. Nineteen forties. I think it's like the nineteen forties census dot so com. Basically a captcha. Yeah, it's basically what I'm doing is captcha stuff. All right, uh, Xbox Chrome wireless controllers. Spend five dollars for a shiny five dollars more for a shiny controller that will get your fingerprints everywhere. Well, everywhere on the controller. Everywhere on the controller, yes. Yeah, uh, this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> $5 for an extremely, really good Although the fingerprint blue device. one actually does look really cool. And as long as you keep, like, a pad nearby to keep it clean. I'm sorry, but when I'm playing on the Xbox, sometimes I'm eating, like, potato chips or Pringles or oh, something. Oh, no, no. I mean, my, my controllers are disgusting. They are, like, filthy. Have you ever taken a toothpick and gone into the groove? I don't want to do that. Yeah, well, okay, so when you go home, look at the groove that controls the no. front panel to the back panel. No, no. There's I, this orangish, yellowish line in that groove. No, no, no. I, I already know. I look at my keyboard and realize how bad it already is. I don't want to look at the controller. Go look at the controller. Do you ever do I, that once in a while where you scrape off the, the oh, stuff from and your you hand off your that, mouse? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or the keys. Or the, oh. But, no, it, I, I bought a a set of like dentist tools to start cleaning out that controller because it was just so gross. No. And with that <laughs> random review, um, well, EA wins the worst company in America over bank of America, which I think is an unfair and Comcast fight. and comp, which that's, that's yes. EA has done some stupid things, but not on the level of literally kicking people out of their house. Right. That is the ultimate dick move. <laughs> No, I don't care if EA wants me to pay $5 for horse armor. Andy. Yeah. It's the bank's house. It doesn't. That's still. There's (laughs) there's nothing EA could do. No, really there isn't. That is on the same level as putting somebody's house into foreclosure. Yep. I'm sorry. So that. No. Yeah. It's Bank of America is probably significantly Yeah. Bank of America should have won. Lost, I suppose. Yeah. Um, the Connect Accelerator program, where we talked about that, how can you use the Connect for other stuff? The finalists have been announced. They actually added an 11th finalist because they had too many good ideas. Oh, no. So now there's 11 finalists, so you can go check out our link. See the, the Connect. These are. were the, the interesting uses of Connect? Yes. So there's things from like video game companies, medical tech, 3D scanners, personal shopping tech. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Okay. So... What can Connect do for you? It seems like it can do a lot. A lot. We knew that. Yeah. But yeah, but not the Star Wars game. No. No. That it cannot do. Well, it can. It just shouldn't. All right. So is that about it? That is it. Random right. review. Go. Random review. Um, Since we talked about it earlier, draw something. Woo! I have games going right now. I have multiple right now, games but... going right now. 
my biggest pet peeve with Draw Something. Yeah. One is the fact that even though I'm connected with Wi-Fi, it will not let me start up the game if I don't have a data connection. Really? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know, especially since I am connected to Wi-Fi. Yes. And it comes up with a, sorry, no network connection has been found. You should neither connect to 3G, Edge, LTE, or Wi-Fi. It right. says Wi-Fi in there. I'm, I'm connected, connected to, to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Okay. Well, that's the pet peeve number one. Pet peeve number two, you only start with four colors and one of them is black. black. Five. Five? Five. I have black, red, blue, and yellow. White. There's a white? Erase. Okay, sorry. Five <laughs> colors, that's all I get? Yes, you start with five colors. Well, if you'd paid for the app, Andy, yes, you'd have more colors. One dollar is all it would have taken. One dollar. But do you see... Andy, I have a dollar coin in my pocket. Do you see the amount of colors that you could get, though, if you start... Yes. Once but... you start spending money or play the game yeah. a lot. One dollar... Also, okay, so that's pet peeve number two. Pet peeve number three. Knocking from out of the park. Yes. <laughs> is the fact that some of the people, okay, so I can get playing with friends, which I still need to do at some point because I didn't know anybody else was playing this game. Welcome to tonight, but yes. Um, the fact that there's random people out there who you're playing with who will, you know, draw something and then erase it and then actually write the word on the screen. You can't punish them for that. Stop playing with them. <laughs> like... Oh, the only way to win is to not play the game. Yes. Okay, play with your friends who you can trust to not do that. I mean, the closest I've gotten to that is like I think the word was goddess, and I drew a woman saying "let there be." I'll use words, but I will not use whatever keyword. I drew water, sand, a palm tree, and then I drew a giant seashell. I lost that one because the guy could not spell seashell. S E E S H E. They tried it this way, and then they tried that. They misspelled C, and then they misspelled shell, but they couldn't actually just spell out seashell, so they passed. I'm like, really? Seashell. It's cheating for Brian and I when we play the game. How so? It's Brian and I. (laughs) You've seen us play Cranium. I actually haven't seen you play Cranium. No, it's pretty... Granted, I am the Cranium Master, It's pretty disgusting when Brian and I play, because we share a brain. What's really bad is watching my family play Pictionary. That is... Yeah, it's bad. Just have them play Draw Something. I I don't want to, because it's bad. Well, granted, we're not really playing against anybody. Right. Really, you're playing with each other. So... Have your mom play with her iPad. that, That would be... It would be nice. Write down, step by step, with screenshots, how to do it. No, you print them up. Here, Mom, I printed you off directions on how to use your digital device. Yes. Andy, I have 400 pages downstairs on how to use a digital device. Okay. It's what I teach. So, draw something. Good? I like it. It's fun. I like it. As long as, you know, people play fair. Yep. And I don't get something like the color I literally had a thing, green. And I had four (laughs) colors. How the hell am I supposed to? Yellow blue plus blob blue yeah. plus blue blob. Yellow, blue blob plus blue blob? Yellow blob plus blue blob. Okay, I was going with go. off of yours. Yellow blob plus blue blob equals question mark. That's what I had to do, but I'm like, I'm thinking, oh my god, this is the easiest three coins possible. Yep. Except that it would have come to me and I would have been like, white. What? Yellow light plus blue light. You see, some of us live in the RGB world. Yes. RGB. 
red, green, blue. You're right. That wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Random topic. Oh, Andy. Random Some topic. of us live in the light world. Yeah. I, I believe the word you were looking for, Andy, was pigment. Yes. Not RGB, but pigment. Okay. It's going to be a fun night after the wine comes out. <laughs> Random topic rolled ahead of time. Comparing both Dave and Andy's siblings, which one is the best lawyer? So this is an unfair comparison. Especially since I have now two lawyers in the family. I, I have one. Well, yeah, so if we're excluding in-laws. Okay. Kate's brother. Excluding in-laws. Okay. You're right. Don's a lawyer, too. Don is not your sibling. Technically, he's a brother-in-law. Uh, did I not just say <laughs> we are not including in-laws? Okay. Is he a brother-in-law? Is he? What is he? Okay, yes. <laughs> I don't know not how Not including in-laws. Okay. You have two. I yes. have one. Yes. So first off, unfair right there. Second off, your two are both practicing law. Yes. Mine is not. Okay. My sister is still studying various other aspects of it. She has a JD, but she is not actually practicing law right now. One is working, if I do believe, working for State Farm mm-hmm. for insurance claims. And then the other one is working with medical malpractice. So I'm guessing... The medical malpractice practice. Although, my, my, my sister did pass the California bar exam. Mm. And I've heard it said that once you've passed California bar... All the other bar exams are lame by comparison. Hmm. So yeah, I have to, have to figure out which one of my two that I put forward. Well, uh, it's the question between Andy's and Dave's. Okay, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. All I had to do was beat Dave. I don't have to pick <laughs> which sibling I like better. That wouldn't right. work. No. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Andy. No, I, I think Andy's siblings take this one. Um... Give it a couple years, we'll find out. Sonia might end up going into independent consulting soon. Ooh. And open her own law firm. Ooh. Yeah. I know she wanted to do a lot with environmental law, too. Uh. So. But for right now. <laughs> at this moment. At this, as of this recording, on April 7th at 4.53 Eastern, Andy's siblings win. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's not like they're all going to be in court together. No. That would be the true test of who is the better lawyer. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, I really wouldn't either. Because something seriously has gone wrong. Yeah. All of them. (laughs) Something somewhere has gone terribly wrong then. Beyond just the fact that there's a trial. Yeah. Because then, to find out which one would be better, you'd have to almost face off against each other. Yeah, that's not not even... No, okay. No. So that's it? Yes. Okay. I have to go take a shower before dinner. I am so thirsty, it's not even ridiculous. Have a good week, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.